Good morning. This is Send Seven World News in Seven Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Wednesday, the 12th of January 2022. Starting in Europe today, more than half of the people in Europe will be infected with the Omicron variant of COVID-19 within the next eight weeks, according to the World Health Organization. Omicron is responsible for the fastest rise in new coronavirus cases since the start of the pandemic. Before December, global recorded infections of COVID-19 never passed one million per day. However, they have been almost 3 million per day for the last few days. Despite the dramatic increase in cases, there has not been an increase in deaths connected to COVID-19. Yesterday, Dr. Hans Kluger, head of the WHO in Europe, said that although vaccines are not stopping people from being infected with Omicron, they do greatly reduce the risk of hospitalisation and death. At this rate, the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation forecasts that more than 50% of the population in the region will be infected with Omicron in the next six to eight weeks. Allow me to reiterate that the currently approved vaccines do continue to provide good protection against severe disease and death, including for Omicron. But because of the unprecedented scale of transmission, we are now seeing rising COVID-19 hospitalizations. In Italy, Silvio Berlusconi has said that he will take his Forza Italia party out of the governing coalition if Prime Minister Mario Draghi is elected president this month. Berlusconi, who has been prime minister three times, is also a candidate for president. The election of the president is not a public vote. It is a vote between all senators, deputies and regional leaders. In Belgium, David Sassoli, the president of the European Parliament, has died. Ursula von der Leyen, president of the European Commission, said yesterday that Sassoli was a great European and Italian. In Greece, the Parthenon, a temple from ancient Athens, has received an original piece of marble from a museum in Italy. Greek Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis said that now was the time for the United Kingdom to return statues taken from the Parthenon over 200 years ago. It uh, paves the way also for uh, the British Museum uh, to enter into serious discussions uh, with the Greek authorities in order to find uh, a solution that would be mutually acceptable. Russia has said that there is no reason to fear an escalation of violence with Ukraine, Deputy Foreign Minister Sergei Ryabkov and US Deputy Secretary of State Wendy Sherman 
have met in Switzerland to discuss the Russian build-up of soldiers on its border with Ukraine. Ryabkov said that Russia wants a ban on the expansion of NATO. Sherman said that NATO will always be open to new members, and that NATO is only for defence. Asia, Kazakhstan's President Kasim Tokayev has said that soldiers from Russia and other CSTO countries will start to leave Kazakhstan in the next two days. 164 people are reported to have died in protests in Kazakhstan that have now stopped. Afghanistan will receive an extra $208 million in aid from the United States. The US has asked the Taliban to allow humanitarian workers to continue their work, as the United Nations say that more than half of Afghanistan's population doesn't have enough food. America's Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador has tested positive for coronavirus again. Obrador was first infected with COVID one year ago, and yesterday said that he had only mild symptoms. Venezuela's opposition has defeated a government candidate to become governor of the state of Barinas, This is a rare win for candidates opposed to President Nicolás Maduro, who has been accused of changing Venezuela from a democracy to an authoritarian state. Africa. Ethiopian Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed has spoken by telephone with US President Joe Biden. President Biden spoke about his concern over airstrikes being used in the war between the Ethiopian government and the governments of the Tigray region. An airstrike in a camp for displaced people killed 56 people this week, according to Reuters news agency. There were also reports yesterday of 17 people being killed by a drone attack on a flour mill. A Ugandan writer has been charged over tweets critical of President Yoweri Museveni. Kagwensa Rukida Bashaija was charged with offensive communication. Rukida Bashaija has been in detention since the 18th of December, and his lawyer has said that he has been tortured. And Tanzanian rat... Magawa has died aged eight. Magawa was famous for detecting mines and unexploded bombs and was awarded a gold medal in 2020 for detecting landmines in Cambodia. That's your simple English world news for today. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash send7. In your internet browser, go to ratethispodcast.com slash send7. 
I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Tomorrow you will be with Juliet Martin. Have a great day. <laughs>